Hello guys, welcome back to a new episode of uh, Nest Talks. Uh, today we got the uh, legendary okay. <laughs> uh, Nesta uh, and Chairman Christopher with us. Um, and uh, we got the three subjects. First of all, we're gonna start, of course, uh, with the entrepreneurship and we uh, are really excited to hear about your story there. But uh, first, I would like to uh, that if you could pitch yourself to the audience so they know a bit about what you do, uh, who we are, and so on. Okay. Yeah, so uh, yeah, my name is Christopher. I'm a programmer. I've been since I was uh, 12 in sixth grade when I started programming. Uh, and uh, I've been doing that almost ever since. Been creating like my own small projects at the side and everything. And also one of those projects uh, with five other people was Nest uh, back in the days. Um, where I helped out with the website and everything technical, you could say. Um, right now, I am uh, in a company called Linus. Um, I'm actually on my way out at the moment, but uh, <laughs> that's uh, that's what I am at the moment in, the, in that company, where we help personal trainers and uh, fitness coaches uh, like create a system for them, which basically helps them uh, manage their own clients in terms of creating meal plans and workout plans and so on. Uh, I am the CTO and co-founder of that company at the moment. Oh, in like a couple of months yet, and then I'm out. And um, okay, so you started uh, programming when you were already, you said, when I was twelve. Twelve. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and how do you start when you're twelve? You just. Um, so it actually, it's a. Uh, it actually like so my my uncle, both my uncles actually have been coding. Uh, yeah. So I had like a little bit of an inspiration from that, and also. Yeah. I had my own website back then before I myself could code. Because, um, so so where one of my uncles helped me make a website. So I was like over at his place, and like he like we did we a weird website where it was like a it was like a turquoise like a completely turquoise website with me standing in the middle being like yeah it's my camera <laughs> um, and it was horrible, but it was it was quite a lot of fun like helping like creating it and uh, but like he was the guy that created it, and then I was just like watching and learning kind of on the side and then I kind of got interested myself uh, and then it really kick-started when one of the guys from my my, my school at that point he came home after or he came back to school after having been sick for like a longer period of time where he then showed us like a website that he just built himself and I was like I could do that and like I want to do that as well <laughs> so I asked him like where did you learn and there was like a website called html.dk where I just like went into that web page and like printed out all the pages, so I had like them physically, <laughs> and I I have like a memory of me sitting like in the corner and like reading them and looking them up while people are like running around and having fun. So that was um that was like my my introduction to to coding, which was HTML and like the whole websites uh, on like this like free platform was called the yep. the Web City back then. So we have like a free website on it. Yep. Um, so was that like a yeah. uh, like a, one of the hobbies at the time? Yeah, that was that was that was my hobby at that time. But yeah. it's it's been going back and forth a little bit, yeah. or like like in all the time that I've been been coding. Like so, I had like long times where like a year where I like what I did when I came home was just to code or like a couple of months, and then I would take like a couple of months off where I wouldn't code or do anything, and then I would just like uh, play Counter Strike or play play games when I came home. But it would it would it would uh, go back and forth a little bit in terms of how fun I found it. Uh, but now it's basically what I'm doing every day. 
coding, even though I would like to transition into a role where I don't have to code all the time. Kind mm. of going back to that. Yeah, it seems that everyone has to play Counter Strike to be a programmer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm very, I suck a lot. I'm working hard at Counter Strike at the moment. Okay, so okay. it's not, it's not something I'm doing. So, what was the moment where you, when you realized that you could do this um, for a living, or what was your first entrepreneurial experience? What was first? Uh, I've been doing a, like a lot of different projects, going like I've, I've been doing like a like my first like my real like the first project I aspired to do and complete was a 3D chat, it's not like a 3D chat, it was called a 3D chat back then. It's like you have a small avatar that you move around on the screen and you have like speech bubbles and you can own like your furniture, but you have like this top-down view of like people looking up into the, like the camera, oh. like having, or like the looking up at the people, right? And then you can like all have your own character on the screen and move around and stuff like that, level them up and buy clothes and stuff like that. It's always been like a pet project of mine and was also one of the things that I aspired to do earliest. It's always failed, <laughs> except in, I think it was the beginning of university where I made like a really good version of it, but also succeeded in high school making a pretty good okay, okay version was like 25 people online at the same time. Um, like a game you created? Yeah. Okay. And later on I made like a version two where it was like uh, 35 <laughs> people online, so like 50 people sometimes. It was quite, it was uh, quite popular in some points. Um, what was it called? Uh, a sewer chat or Azure chat. Um, I had like people try and buy it and stuff like that. <laughs> horrible. People don't. People always think that they like they really undervalue how much time go into it. And mm -hmm. I said when yeah. I say like, okay, you can buy it, but it's going to be like twenty thousand at that time. Mm -hmm. Like yeah. that's like a very low fee because you use at least like a uh, hundred hours is like a low estimate of how much time you use on it. Yeah, right? yeah. And if it's just twenty thousand. For hundred hours, that's two hundred krona an hour, right? Yeah. And I used even more time on it, right? So I was like, "That's the price," and they're like, "No, no, 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 that's insane!" I was like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know how much time I go into yeah. this, and also how much I could pay for freelance? <laughs> um, but so yeah, uh, that was like my first kind of things. But also I've done like, um, like Martin Torban when I was younger. Uh, the Danish entrepreneur was yeah. like, quite inspiration for me. Yeah. So I also went to some of his conferences and stuff like that and met some people there. Um, but I, very much when I was in high school, like, I think my first like real project where I tried to earn money was that I, I created a, uh, a a site for drivers or like people who are taking driver's license for those like teachers mm. to have a system where the, the clients can book their hours and oh, nice. they can pay for it and stuff like that through that website. That was like my first real project so I tried to call like everybody or like just like uh, phoned up every like a driver school I could find it's like like hey do you want this system that can blah 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 or like <laughs> do you think it's annoying when like um that's cool yeah so that was like my first I did with another guy so actually just cold calling yeah just cold call yeah it's I fascinating that you also focus on the sales at this point yeah I was like you were two people right and I was like actually he would have been better for it because he couldn't code but I coded that did that as well yeah <laughs> um what and did then, you eat then? I don't know. <laughs> it's really bad. Like, but it was, it was interesting to go through it, right? Um, it was a, quite a, a cool experience. And also, it was the first, like, I was around, I was 18 at that point. I th and, uh, and then I, I just got my driver's license and I had one of these driver schools who was like, yes, we'll, uh, we'll, like, I want to talk to you and see, like, what you can do. He ended up not wanting the system or he wanted to buy the whole platform and not like, <laughs> like a weird thing. But I went there anyway and like it was my first time actually driving in Copenhagen. Back then when you didn't like you didn't legally use your GPS on your phone, you just printed like a sheet oh, of oh, like back then. Yeah, yeah. So it was like really horrible. Or oh, I did that at least, right? Yeah. 
and uh, so I went to drive into Copenhagen and actually on my and that was okay. It was like I was first time driving in <laughs> Copenhagen. It was a horrible experience. <laughs> and <laughs> but drive but bought like board mom's car, which was at that point a relatively large car. Yeah, yeah. Um, shitty old large car. Um, but uh, it was it 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 was. I was like in the bus lane and people were honking at me. I was like, okay, okay I have to go. And I was like waiting. It was horrible. I lost my way on the way out there and everything. And then um, I, I ended up getting there without any accidents. And then on my way back, I was like, I'll just follow the same thing that I printed out. Because like yeah, logically, yeah. that makes sense, right? And then uh, I end up behind the police at some point and be like, okay, now I should not talk about all, right? And I'm thinking, yeah. okay, they have to go straight here. So we were like at a crossing. I was like, they have to go straight. I have to go to the right. So I blink to the right. And then as the light turns green, I, I turn to the right. And right as I turn to the right, everybody starts honking at me. <laughs> and I look, like, I look down the road and there's like cars coming towards me. <laughs> oh, no. Oh. So I was like at, at, um, at Kongsnutov around that place. <laughs> and then because everything is like one way things yeah. there. And yeah. I did not know that. I was like used to that. I was like the the signs were also really bad. So I just drove down in the wrong direction. And everybody talked. It was fucked up. And then I was like up on the street, up on the curb. And like wait, right? Because like, I don't know. I was like swearing at myself. I had like a hat at that point. I was like flooring it everywhere. I was, like ah! fucking frustrated. And then, uh, and then two seconds later, the police is in front of me. Yeah. And I'm like, ah! <laughs> um, yeah. And then uh, fortunately, a shop owner comes out and is like, "This has happened so many times before." Oh. She says to the police, and actually, they end up helping me go around and they check that the signs are uh, actually bad. Yeah. Uh, so I end up not getting anything. Ah, oh, nice. Uh, I don't get a warning. I don't get a, a like a, a, a chip in my <laughs> driver's license or anything. And it's just like, uh, and I don't get a fine either. So they helped me go, go around and then go out again. And I ended up getting home safe. Yeah. Uh, but holy fuck, that was uh, <laughs> I I, And I didn't not tell my mom for like a quite a long time. <laughs> Yeah. Of course, wow. uh, and also when the police just like I I I know that as well. Like when the police is there, you're like nervous for like mm. doing anything. You know, yeah, yeah. you almost don't want to drive. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm just gonna stand in there. Yeah. yeah. Um. I think my first uh, just going back to your question. Again, I think my first like real entrepreneurial thing I did, um, where I kind of made a website and I talked to people about like making it was uh, initially when. When the Kindle and Amazon started buying ebooks and creating ebooks, I was quite fascinated by this whole idea of like having books on PDF. Mm-hmm. And I was very annoyed that uh, at that time, all the books that you bought online on PDFs all had like a password on it and stuff like that. It was like, yeah. it was not a nice, like you needed a specific reader to read the books, and it yeah. was really, it was not a nice yeah. experience. So I was like, I want to do the same kind of. I was very inspired by this, these web platforms like Graphic River and Theme Forest, if you know those. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I was very, and I so I wanted to like to do my own version of that for ebooks. Right. Um, mm-hmm. And I was like, <laughs> I remember being like, Dad, ebooks are gonna be a big thing. I want to do something <laughs> with it, right? <laughs> um, and so I created this platform called Litrio or Litrio or whatever you want to call it. It was like a, it means like reading or something like that in Latin uh, or literature. I think it means. Yeah. In Latin. Um, and then I. I created this website and I actually had like a, I had like some people on the internet like I had like a, someone who was a copywriter create me some text for it for free mm-hmm. of charge and it was actually quite nice having people like like just reaching out and having yeah. people help you with different things cool. and stuff like that. Yeah. I, and I ended up getting two books in the store but never got it up running because I was like okay I need 10 books 
before I can start. So I got like someone who created a um, a, 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 a like an, a fantasy novel, yeah. like a fantasy book, and someone who did like a, a, a what do you call it? A, 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 um, uh, what do you call it? A poem, yeah, like yeah. A, a poem like gathering. Or yeah, yeah. Um, so that was like the two things I got in it, or like I think it may, maybe there was a third, but I didn't never got to publish it because it like I needed more content before I could actually start with it. But when when was this? Just to uh, that was also that was also mid high school. Okay. Oh cool. wow, that was pretty busy at that point. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you don't have a lot to do in high school, right? There's not a lot. It doesn't take that no, much no, time. Probably, at least you. Did not have <laughs> right. Okay, uh, cool. Um, so great <laughs> And now you are with Linus. Now I'm with Linus. Yes. And how did you get into that? So Linus was uh, so. It's a, I, so in Nest, I lived next to a guy called Kren at some point. Yeah. Uh, who had a company called Social Square. Was that at that point it was called Bit Blueprint, uh, and he had this company with another guy called Christian. Um, who was the CEO of the company and Kren was the CTO and that company of Blueprint did uh, consultancy work basically like yeah. we're going to code this for you and like, in like a coding house or whatever you call it and um, and Kren, they needed some help so I was like yes I can code Node and I can code React so I did some freelancing for them so I was like uh, uh, um, yeah, freelanced for them on their project as well so mm. I like helped them yeah, yeah. Do it. I could like help them when they needed extra okay. work for them. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, Kristen, who, who I'm working with now, was in uh, in Bitproofing at that time. Mm. Uh, and then he moved on to another project, and later moved again to another project, which was Linus. And um, when he moved to the, when he then started being like starting with Linus, he and he was out of uh, Bitproofing at that time. Um, then he contacted me. I was like, Hey, what are you doing? Do you want to like maybe do something together? Or so he uh, introduced me to Bertram, which is the CEO of Linus. Uh, and then we actually, and then Basson pitched me the idea of the concept that he had been working on a yeah, little yeah. bit on the side with another guy. Um, but that like I didn't want to continue at that point. No, no. Um, he's now a part of the company. Yeah, because yeah. he kind of came yeah. back again, you could say. Um, but uh, but yeah, so actually it just started from there. I think we talked in uh, September and started October or something. It was quite quite fast everything, and then I quit my job at. Uh, I'll quit the, the <laughs> freelancing contract yeah. with yeah, the, yeah. the blueprint, and then I started on this full time. And uh, why do you want to leave then? I think it's, it's it's for me it's it's been a very long decision. Uh, yeah. But also, but but it's 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 mostly about me have been having been being stressed for a very long time. Okay. Uh, and stressed out for a very long time. So I've been I've been working and, and struggling with stress since I worked with the blueprint and was doing freelance. I think the problem back then was because I had a lot of lot of different projects. I had like I was working part time for some companies, uh, yeah, doing some freelancing work, of course. Uh, but also on the side, I was like exploring project, like doing my own kind of projects, and also having like uh, three different things that I want to work on at the same time. And I was yeah. like, it was just like a lot to to juggle in my head. I think, yeah, yeah, yeah. and uh, the pressure of, of of them delivering on the side and stuff like that. So I think that's what initially got me. Uh, so I had like a whole like almost a month where I was down and I couldn't do anything. I had to like lay down physically yeah, yeah. to not feel sick and feel like throwing up. Um, so I was just like in my bed and I missed my my cousin's uh, wedding. Like it was it was really shitty. I couldn't go to Roscoe with either. It was even more shitty. Like it was it was just a really bad time for me. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
But I got back and I was like, I think this whole like having one project to focus on is going to help me. Uh, but being in charge of all the, like the programming and the mm. software of a company single-handedly for quite a period of time just not help. Um, so I, th I think um, yeah, I think I thought like the whole getting one project would help, but it like, it obviously didn't. And I think like struggling with that for a long time was like also why I figure out that I needed to leave and get my own thing. So, but it was like very long. It's going very well in the company. So it's a very long uh, process of figuring out how to all what like what my priorities are, also in terms of like my health because it's not healthy to be stressed for such a long time. Um, so I think that's like that was like it took me a very long time to figure out. Okay, so the money or like the up the potential upside because it's going very well in the company, mm. um, and I also believe in it like continuing and flourishing. Um, so it's like a lot to say goodbye to. Yeah. Um, so that was like kind of a big struggle for me as well. It was like figuring out if I wanted to say goodbye to that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like or what was like like most important for me in terms of like my happiness and my my, yeah. my future life basically right so um so i also like been going to a psychiatrist seeing a psychiatrist who was like and like who told me like maybe you should like vote every day so like I, every day i like voted like if i should leave or should not like how stressed am i at the moment or like what's my drive and stuff like that so it's also so also because of all the stress and stuff like that my drive has also like gone down significantly so that's also why like if you don't have the drive and you have stress at the same time that's yeah like it just a very big bad cocktail also for the like it's not good for the company either no no so that's why i like, decided to to finally pull the plug yeah so that's uh, where i'm at the moment <laughs> and how how big was the organization or is it so we're um actually 27 people or something like that at the moment Wow, uh, having a pretty okay turnover as well. Uh, yeah, profitable. Could imagine <laughs> as well, uh, and we're like uh, we're bootstrapped, so we we haven't like we've taken in money, but we have we've been profitable almost all months. Yeah. So we don't really need the money. It's more for the mostly for the expertise and also be, to be able to when we're confident push a little bit harder on the on the on the gas. Yeah, um, but yeah, so that's actually um, yeah, so that's also why it's like a little bit difficult because it was if it was going sh like shitty, yeah. then it was yeah. like it's something different yeah. for us. Yeah, but it's also it also gives me some confidence in terms of leaving because I know I'm not leaving it for doom. I'm leaving it for like a, it's a good state. Like we are six yeah. six developers in total and stuff like that. So it's yeah. they're all very competent to to like take over my mantle basically. Yeah, yeah. We have the money to find a new CTO and stuff like that. <laughs> Nice. And uh, okay, so and how old is the company? Uh, two and a half years. Two and a half years. Almost three. Impressive. So, yeah, it's it's begun really quick. But that's also like Bertram and and, and and Theodore did some some initial groundwork and some research on like what like does this concept actually work? Okay. Uh, yeah. So so we kind of building on the back of that. So we knew that we had something that 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 the coaches were already like we could also already earn money on it. That's just a really good like starting point for a, for a business, right? <laughs> um, so we already had like proof of of, of concept and of uh, of, uh, of value or whatever. Yeah, yeah, already. yeah. So, so it was it was it was a nice place to start off, and then we kind of yeah. pivoted a little bit yeah. uh, under underway. But yeah. So, what's the most valuable entrepreneurship lesson? Oh, from this whole thing. Um, yeah, from your whole from journey, whole journey. Like, yeah. Yeah. the whole journey. Yeah. I don't know. I think I think it's very valuable. Like it, it, it it's uh, you need to make sure that that you have yourself in it, basically. Yeah. Uh, and also that your priorities. 
but I, th I it's it's a little bit of a mix. But I think also both that that you that you that what you what is your motivation for doing it? Yeah. Is it the money, or is it is it is it because you think it's extremely fun to build something, uh, and and like when is basically, but also setting like some goals in terms of figuring out like what is when do you want to stop or when do you want to continue like to to do something along the way. Yeah. Uh, but I think for me, one of the biggest biggest lessons is probably like alignment uh, beforehand uh, as well. Um, yeah, like yeah. when you start a business with someone aligning yourself in terms of like how do you want to work because that's something that was also has also been a little bit stressful for me is and i my my life philosophy is closer to maybe working in a company that's closer to maybe what buffer is mm -hmm. buffer yeah. being like this fully remote company where you control your own time is like fully uh, Open, it's, I, yeah it's exactly pretty yeah. I, th I think it's pretty in interesting business model and pretty interesting way of controlling or running a company uh, and I think that resonates closer to me than what it did with my other co-founders. Um, yeah. And that's, of course, completely fair. But it's something that has been also stressful for me. Um, so aligning in terms of, like, what are your values is initially. in in And not just like, oh, we want to create a company together and make it big. Because you, it, it's not always, like, those kind of things that will make you happy or like yeah won't stress you out later on because you're you might not agree on certain things and i i don't think what i'm also learning from this is also i might not be able to work in the same way that they do like no, working no. a lot but uh whereas i think it's 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 better to work in for me in like a different way and also like to be able to remote remotely for instance i don't think that's big of a problem uh whereas uh, it's 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 also something that where i like i like to work remotely and i think that's a good way to do it uh, um, or like at least doing a mix, but it's 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 also like if both things works, but it's like it's something to work for different people, and I think that's a good thing to be aligned on that before you before you start a journey. But I was thinking it's more about productivity, right, than uh, how many hours you exactly. But it's also right? it, it. I think it's different for different people how yeah. that, how that works. Yeah. But yeah, definitely, it's 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 very much also like uh, how you produce your best, and I think um, my my views on those. On that is a little bit different from the other guys. Yeah, and uh, it's of course like a learning, and then some things that we need to, you know, of course, need to to know because we're all pretty young in this, right? Yeah. Um, but there's also like in terms of, for instance, some some things like you, you also a good thing about working a lot, for instance, in some of these companies can also be that you show your employees that you're always there, and because because in the mind of like the general population, working a lot equals being very dedicated. Mm. And putting your all into it means that uh, your employees will most likely also give more because that is the standard. Mm. Um, whereas uh, I'm a little bit on the other, <laughs> like, but it's 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 kind of it's a it's a it's of course a it's of course a mix and some some has it like it has advantages it also has disadvantages both both models do. Yeah. Uh, whereas I probably work better in the on the more uh, fewer hours. Uh, yeah. Yeah model and the last uh, question for me at least just to end it uh, mm -hmm. is uh, um, okay you're leaving now and what is uh, you jump into a next thing just like that or you okay I need a 
half a year just vacation in Malta, Mallorca, Maldives, I don't know, space. I think very much this is also for me to just take a break. Yeah, yeah. And take time off to, yeah. to do that. I've never, I've never like been on this like in between uh, high school and university kind of trip that a lot of people do yeah um i've never done those kind of things i've always been like next thing next thing this the next thing so i'm like i i like my plan is now to just take like half a year where i don't do anything or like at least i don't do i don't do projects or work on projects which are um uh, which are something where i commit myself or where someone will depend obviously on my, on me. So it will be something where I can easily say like, nope, I don't want to do that today. I want to do something else. Because um, I think that's, I've been dependent on it for a very long time. And I think I need to not be that to get rid of the stress because it's a very high priority for me to get down to a level where I can work yeah. and, and give my all to something again. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but definitely I'm, I'm most likely starting something again. I don't think I can work. <laughs> <laughs> No, but um, like a to have a plan about not having a pl to plan anything <laughs> is something I just wanna toast to that. <laughs> Cheers, guys. Um, Cheers. Um, so I think that was it about uh, entrepreneurship. Ship, ship. Stay tuned uh, for the next episode where we talk all about co-living and of course the chairman <laughs> knows all the secrets of Nest. Uh, he can't wait. Uh, hope if you guys show up and. Uh, we're gonna be there. <laughs> we are yeah. in for a winner. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, see you. See you. <laughs>